Welcome to the First Mentor Podcast. Here, you will hear us talk about a variety of topics for the entire family that will hopefully spark a discussion, create a new curiosity, or simply teach you something new. The goal is to inspire you to learn life skills and soft skills not taught in school and prepare you to live an extraordinary life. Come on and spend some time with us on your commute to school or anytime you're free. Hello, mentees and family of mentees. Thank you for joining us for episode 95 of the First Mentor Podcast. And this is your host and mentor, Vanessa Yang. Can you believe we're getting close to our 100th episode after launching in March 2021? Since then, we had multiple guests on our show who shared their advice, experience, and wisdom with us. I actually went through some of the material from my past interviews and selected a few of the advice that guests shared they would have given their younger selves. Now, I hope these tips will inspire you to look for what you can do to prepare yourself to be the best version of yourselves. Parts of those advice will be shared in this episode, while the other part will be in our milestone 100th episode. And I also wanted to take this opportunity to thank all our loyal listeners who have been with us from day one. And it's also a chance for me to announce that after our 100th episode, which will air on October 17, 2022, we will actually change the frequency of releasing our episode from weekly to monthly, the first Monday of every month to be exact. So expect to find episode 101 on Monday, November 7th, and the last episode of 2022 on Monday, December 5th. Despite the change in scheduling, you can continue to expect topics for youth that will raise awareness for new topics and teach you life skills and soft skills that you're not learning in school. Now, without further delay, enjoy your advice from our prior speakers. Remember episode 53, where Bill Donkel shared with us all the advantages he received because he was reading news on a regular basis? Let's see what other wisdom he has to share with our youth. As you know, you listen to some of my podcast episodes. What I'm trying to do with a message is creating awareness for teens and young adults about things they're not learning in school. But is there one particular topic that you feel our teenagers or young adults should learn and pay attention to? Actually, I do. I've listened to your podcast. I like them very much. And one thing that I think kind of the way the world is going right now is we talk constantly about getting into college and getting a good degree and getting into a good school and all those sorts of things. My dad was a firefighter. Okay. He did not have a college degree, but my dad is one of the smartest people I know. Mm -hmm. And I think the lesson that I'm trying to teach my kids and that I would pass on to any young person is in the world today, I think there is an outweighted amount of emphasis put on college per se. Mm -hmm. I think we all believe that you need to have a skill. You need to have something you can do. You need to have a marketable skill that will get you a job and a career and you want to be fulfilled and you want to make money so that you can support yourself and have a family and a house and the classic things. Yeah. And college is a very natural segue to talk about this stuff, but there's a lot of careers out there 
that aren't college that are very good livings. It's like you and me can probably open any website and we can go on and find thousands of CPAs and lawyers. But if someone asks you, hey, do you have a good plumber? I don't know. And if you find one, tell me because I need one. You know? <laughs> Very true. The thing that I always tell young people is we talk about sort of focus and opening your world up to other things. There is a huge successful world out there for skilled workers, people who are smart, but it doesn't necessarily fall into the category of a straight four-year degree. Big thing in the news right now is Congress is trying to pass an infrastructure bill, right? infrastructure is bridges and roads and highways and those sorts of things. The average worker who does this kind of work is over 65 years old. These people are going to retire. If you go to a welding school and you become a high-end welder, you could make six figures at 26 years old. Because these people, yeah, they're really in demand. It's very important work. It's work that requires training and guidance but it's not a four-year degree program at work. None of us are going to open up the Berkeley College catalog and see welding. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. What I would say to young people is when you think about your career and you think about your future, obviously, if you're thinking about something on a college track, certainly explore that, but be open to careers that may not be a college track, but could still be really successful. You know, plumbers and electricians and contractors and and woodworkers and auto mechanics. These are all really good jobs and you could make the same earning potential as a college graduate and you can have a very good life. We don't give young people that option enough when we talk about future career paths. Yes, it's so, so true. Because I've had the discussion with young college kids who graduated during COVID time and didn't find a job, whether it's marketing or what have you, let's say sales when everybody wasn't doing well, they're not going to hire more. But if you have like a hands-on job, like a skill-based one, not only did that grow, because I I talked to a lot of friends who said, oh, everybody was building something in their backyard or they're trying to expand something while they're home anyways. And on the other hand, the other thing I liked is those skills you could actually use to help yourself, your families, and your friends. I always said when I was an accountant, my skill was not taxes. I always got tax questions. But the financial reporting skill set that I built when I pulled back from accounting, what am I going to do with my financial reporting skills, right? But if I would have been a nurse or like you said, let's say I know how to fix certain things in the house, I could actually help my own family, myself and make it useful versus having a skill set that's very particular just to corporations. Yeah. And it's like my sister-in-law is a nurse. She's not a four-year college degree. She got a nursing certificate. She's being very successful. And obviously, If you know nothing about the world, you know that medical professionals are Mm -hmm. really, really treasured and valued now. And not every medical professional is a doctor. I mean, you can be a nurse and a technician and read x-rays. And there's a really rich career field out there for people. And it doesn't require four years of an expensive college. That's actually a really good point to discuss. So thanks so much for bringing this up. Isn't it refreshing to hear Nadal tell you that besides college after high school, There are many different options that would also allow you a successful career. Definitely something to consider, right? Now, let's jump to the advice of our next guest, Nancy Steenson from episode 67, where she talked about how important a rigorous high school curriculum is to increase the chances of being accepted to the college of your dreams. 
Let's hear what tips for setting up your life for success Nancy has in store for us. And my last question to you, Nancy, because this podcast, I really want to help our teenagers and young adults build themselves to be the best version of who they are, right? And you've given us very specific, you know, college advice and academically, which I love. Is there one particular skill that you would love for them to learn while they're younger that would help them in their future academic career? Absolutely. I would love them all to be readers. Read, read, read. Read to your children when they're young. Do not turn the television on after dinner. Read as a family. Read out loud. Read Harry Potter out loud. Read Little House on the Prairie out loud to your kids. Read and read aloud. And the reading aloud doesn't have to stop when they're beyond picture books. Encourage a love of reading. You will not instill it in every child, but if you encourage it in most, you'll instill it in many. And we have an absolutely atrocious future ahead of us of many young people who do not read. They tell me, I hate reading. I don't like to read. They are addicted to their phones. Oh, so true. My best advice is read to your child. Encourage a love of reading by recommending books to them, reading books together, and don't give them a phone too early. Pull back on that and then limit screen time. The amount of time we are all spending on screens and instant information and instant gratification is really affecting our attention span collectively. That makes it harder to read. And guess what? Readers are smart. Readers succeed in school because they have the ability to sit and just take in knowledge. It's hard to succeed in high school and college without reading well. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I completely agree with you. Everything you said, the reading part, as well as not giving them a phone too early. Sometimes it's hard <laughs> because all their friends started having it. But I think we just have to set up the habits early on, right? And especially as a parent, be the model. If you're on your phone all the time, it's hard for you to tell your kids, stop being on yours. So for us Very to do well it together said. as a family. Very well said. I wanted to ask our listeners, who here is an avid reader? As a teenager myself back then, I used to love reading books. Now, as an adult, even though my time is now limited, I still enjoy the contents of a good book, but now in audio format. And it's truly a treat to be able to pick up an actual physical book to read and imagine the scene the author is describing to us. Now, next, let's hear from our guest, Hilary Trong, from episode 70. And as a quick reminder, Hillary spoke to us about the unique mother-daughter relationship and how we can prove this special bond. Join me in listening to what advice Hillary has for our young listeners. And I wanted to ask you, Hillary, right? You're an adult now, your mother and what have you. As you work with a lot of youth, what is one thing if you had to be young all over again, or you could talk to the younger version of yourself, what would you have told her that she could have done or worked on or learned that would change her life? Stop worrying about what everyone else thinks. Ah, good one. Yeah, I think I listened to other people's voices more than my own. As a result, I didn't know myself. I thought I knew myself, but I really knew this version of myself that was trying to please others. Yeah, very Great common question. One. Good one, good yeah. one. <laughs> Straightforward and simple. Stop worrying about what everyone else has to say about us. I completely second that and didn't learn this very important lesson until I was way into my adult years. 
I learned that no matter what I do, someone always has something negative to say, anyways. So why make my own precious life miserable for the benefit of others? Now, next we hear from Rob Schwartz, our wonderful guest from episode seventy-two. Rob, who's a college admissions co- Rob, who's a college admissions advisor, shared with us his perspective on finding the right college fit, which doesn't necessarily mean we have to follow published rankings, but instead, what is important to us as an individual. Now let's listen to what advice Rob has in store for our young listeners. I believe with my podcast, what I really wanted to teach the the young audience here is growing and also living the maximum that you can out of your life, and like bring out your best version, right? What is your advice if there's one thing you would talk to your younger self? Is there anything you would tell him to, you know, work on or start a new habit while you're still a teenager or young adult? Is there one specific piece of advice? Be open to things you don't necessarily know as a brain. Yeah, there be open. There <laughs> are so many good schools and good programs and good majors that you have never heard of. Like you said, you know, I don't know what I don't know. The overwhelming majority of people in this country know next to nothing when it comes to college. They believe they know everything, mm-hmm. but they actually know next to nothing. Yeah, how it works, how they're ranked. Uh, why they're ranked, why ranks matter, why they don't, which programs are good, which aren't. There's so much bad information. And part of my job is to kind of just straighten folks out and say, hey, I understand that's what you believe, but that's not how it works. So let's wrap our heads around the truth and then build from there. Yeah. I love the idea of being open because as we grow up, we, we have all these influences from society, from our parents, from school, what have you, to believe what we think should be right, but it might not be the idea. So just being open-minded would really help set yourself up for a happier version of you, definitely. For sure. Being open-minded, what an important concept. We don't know everything. But keeping an open mind has definitely allowed me opportunities and life adventures that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So, great advice, Rob. Next, let's hear what our guest from episode seventy-six, Mary Donnelly Crocker, has to tell us. As a quick refresher, Mary talked to us about various aspects of mental health. And before I let you go, I have one last question. Because one of the things I try to really do with this podcast is kind of filling the gap between what we learn in school and what we need as a full functioning, successful adult. Right? There's so much. I feel like personally, there's a huge gap going on. I'm not saying school is bad, but there's just something we need in addition. And if you could have a conversation with a younger version of Mary, you know, maybe the teenage version, what would you tell yourself? If there's one thing you should maybe focusing on more or learn a little bit more about. I wish I had known a little bit more about how my own brain and my body worked. Maybe I wouldn't have been so worried about things that I was worried about as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I, like you, didn't really have a lot of trauma. I was very almost none. So I'm one of those lucky people too. But I still had all this teenage angst, right? Of course. I still had, is anybody ever going to love me? You know, those kind of things. And if I had understood that was a normal part of being a teenager, maybe it wouldn't have been so hard. 
So I think I wish that there was more discussion about the emotional part of growing up. That was not something that got discussed in my house. Mm -hmm. I can relate to that. (laughs) We, we, We didn't talk about that stuff. Never. Right. I wish there had been because then maybe I would have not beat myself up so much. or I would have just understood this is just normal. Everybody, lots of people feel this way when they're 16. Lots of people don't know what they're going to do when they grow up when they're 20. That's pretty normal stuff. But nobody ever talked to me about that. And I think if I had known that then, I I maybe would have spent a little less time in my life thinking I was inadequate. Um, You know, because you just, if you find out that's just normal, then you feel better about it. Right. Yeah, what a great message to share with our young listeners here. So if somebody's feeling the way Mary just described, I agree with her. It's part of growing up. It's normal. We have a lot of questions we can't answer. We doubt, we wonder, but it's all normal. So it will be over and, you know, things will be brighter ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. It'll so, get, it'll, it usually gets better, right? <laughs> absolutely. Another amazing piece of wisdom shared here. Have the family discuss more about the emotional well-being and how it's very normal to feel a particular way in our teenage years. Next, we have Michael Trezza, our guest from episode 82, who has a very diverse background, but frequently interacts with teens in his business. And he has shared his thoughts on soft skills we all need to acquire in the 21st century. Let's hear what advice he has in store for the teenage version of himself. Before I let you go, I wanted to ask you one last question, right? Because our podcast is all about creating awareness because you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, as you yeah. think back, if you had a chance to talk to a younger Michael in the teenage years, <laughs> what would you tell him that he should learn? Like maybe one particular topic that would have really helped the Michaels from today. I hope this isn't a mailed in answer because I really, really believe it. But the answer is self-master, the ability to align my actions with my intentions. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I think we're all striving for that. We we know that we shouldn't eat that whole bag of chips or something, but, but we do it. <laughs> yes. We all know often the right things to do, or we know how to find the, the right answers. And I think the struggle that we all fight is knowing what we should be doing and not having the mastery to do the right thing at the right time. And that's something that I'm always fighting for. And I've gotten better and better because I've, I have a wall of books and learning materials and I've done the work to get closer to that. I wish I would have started that journey 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Yes, <laughs> no, I can completely relate with what you said. Mm-hmm. I used to think knowledge is power. Mm. And so in my 20s, I read a lot of growth and development books and how to create financial independence and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. But the problem was I didn't execute and I didn't implement. I just learned. Right. That's right. Now I say, no, no, knowledge is not power. Applied Applied. knowledge. Oh, thank you. That's beautiful. Yes. Yes. Right. So just like what you said, we know what we need to do. If you want to become healthier, look better. We know Mm -hmm. what to eat, not to eat. Yeah. But do we do it right? Same right. with everything I had intention to build in my 20s. I said, oh, at 45, I'm going to retire after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That right, was my right. goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, not happening because of lack of execution. I think I've done, um, depends mm-hmm. on who you talk to. Some people say, yeah. you know, Vanessa, you should be happy with what you've done because you've 
been doing pretty well in your career, but mm-hmm. I'm like, but I'm not retired. That was my goal. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so I get it's really it. Applying yeah. all the things you You're do in self mastery. So agree yeah. with you. Yeah. The ability to align our actions with our intentions. I absolutely love this advice. We are all human beings, so naturally we have a lot of good intentions and goals. But how much efforts do we really put behind what we initially set out to do? It's definitely a skill we should focus on mastering in our younger years, don't you think? Now, last but certainly not least, our guest from episode 80 and 85, Joe Krikorian, who shared with us his life savings, CPR, and first aid advice. What does Joe think we should learn in our younger years? I wanted to ask you, I know you've been very helpful in the community and helping and working with so many people in your career and throughout your life. As part of my podcast, what I do is I want to really inspire our teenagers and young adults to work on themselves outside of school, learn tons of stuff. If you had a chance to talk to a younger Joe, is there one thing you would advise him to learn in his younger years? I would advise me to be patient and to listen. Great one. Because I came from Beirut, Lebanon. I came from a war country that I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff. And I come into U.S., thank God, best country in the world. I'll tell you that right now. It gives us so many opportunities, especially as immigrants, right? Yes. I went to straight to Pasadena High School. Three weeks after I came, no, no friends, nobody had to, you know, make friends. But I became very competitive, very stubborn, known like in my ways. But sometimes I look back and I say, you know what? These people were trying to help me by giving me advice. I thought I knew everything. I didn't know anything. If one advice I can give myself is to be just listen. As we say, decisions we make and we don't make puts us where we are in life. Yes. So you got to just listen. You're just Love your life. Love yourself, first of all. If you love yourself, everybody else will love you because you cannot, you cannot respect or love somebody else you don't, if you don't love yourself. Oh, my God. Now, so we, true. We go through a, a lot as adults. You know, We just cope with it differently than teenagers. We hear you. Honestly, when people come and talk to me, young people, I absolutely hear you. I want to listen to you. Uh, I have... An 18-year-old and 22-year-old, I will listen to what they're saying. I don't cut them off to tell, to give them my two cents because that's what people did to me. Just be patient with adults and listen and um, ask questions. Yes, you don't I love that. Ask, you're not going to know. And another thing I can tell you before we get off, don't assume. Oh, yes. All. If you assume... You know what they say, but don't assume just because that's what happens. People assume things. They don't ask questions. Next thing you know, you build stuff up in your head. You're torturing yourself. The person across you really doesn't care. So you got to ask to know or you're not going to find out. Love it. So many words of wisdom shared here. Be patient. Listen to others. Love your life. Love yourself. Ask questions and don't assume. Which one is your favorite? It's kind of hard to choose, isn't it? Tune in to episode 100 several weeks from now if you enjoyed listening to the words of wisdoms our past guests have shared with us today. 
Which one will you take home with you to implement? Now, whether you listen to us when this episode actually airs or any other time, just know it's never too late to start making changes within you. And I would say go with an advice that really stuck out to you and focusing on one before moving on to the next. But I know there's some overachievers of you out there. If you'd like to take on two or more, be my guest. I would love to hear your thoughts about this podcast episode. So please share with me on Instagram under the handle first underscore mentor underscore street. Now, once again, thanks so much for spending time with us today. And we'll talk to you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazing week. Thank you.